Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Hour number three, Wednesday edition, off and rolling here. And the big stories in the world of sports center around the college football playoff rankings, which came out last night at 7 o'clock Eastern. Number one overall team, Ohio State. Number two, LSU. Three, Clemson. And four, Georgia. Nothing changed in the top four. Utah bumped up to five in the wake of Alabama's loss. Oklahoma, six. And Baylor, seven. There are seven teams alive for four playoff spots. What exactly is going to happen? Well, the analysis here of the college football playoff is not very complicated. In fact, it's pretty straightforward. If Georgia beats LSU, then Georgia will be the fourth college football playoff team. And Georgia, as a result, the final four would look like this. Ohio State 1, Clemson 2, Georgia 3, LSU So you'd have Ohio State against LSU and you'd have Clemson against Georgia. That's if Georgia pulls off the upset in the SEC championship game this weekend down in Atlanta. Georgia should have a home crowd. They are around a seven-point underdog in that game with uh, LSU. Means Vegas is saying, hey, they got a shot of 35-40% of the time. If you played 10 games, Uh, effectively Georgia would win three and a half or four times out of 10 if they played that game. That's an idea of the likelihood of what might happen in that contest. If Georgia loses, then the battle really begins and the question becomes, do you take 12-1 Utah or 12-1 Oklahoma or 12-1 Baylor, the Big 12 champ with one loss or the Pac-12 champ? 
with one loss. That is the overall big picture uh, storyline as to who's going to be able to get into the playoff. Now, if you look behind the curtain a little bit and contemplate what's going on with the college football playoff, I think there are two issues that are being uh, resolved using the committee to uh, to kind of take advantage of the fact that they get to seed all the teams one to twenty five. And what I mean by this is uh, what I mean by that is this: I believe the committee is trying to protect Ohio State. I think if you look at the rankings, the idea that Wisconsin is the eighth best team in the country is to me insane. They got beat by Illinois. They lost by over 30 to Ohio State. There's no way that if you look at Wisconsin, say compared to Florida or Alabama or Auburn, that you can convince me in any way that Wisconsin is better than those three teams. So why would Wisconsin be ranked eight? And why would Alabama drop seven spots when they lose by three on the road against number 11 team Auburn? but Michigan only drops one spot when they lose by 29 to Ohio State. I'll tell you, I think there is a clear attempt to protect Ohio State's resume and keep them in number one, even if they don't deserve it, if LSU beats Georgia this weekend. Let me explain. If LSU beats Georgia this weekend, then LSU will have four top 12 wins on the season. They will have beaten Georgia, Alabama, Auburn, and Florida, four teams that are going to finish ranked in the top 12 for the committee. That's four better wins as a group than Ohio State has. Ohio State, conversely, will have beaten Wisconsin twice, and Wisconsin right now is the number eight team. They will have beaten Michigan, and Michigan is an overrated team, and they will have beaten uh, Penn State, okay? Penn State is likely the only one of those teams that's going to finish in the top 10. As a result, the resume of Ohio State does not look as good as the resume does for uh, the uh, for LSU. And so I think what's going on here is there is a clear protection of Ohio State going on in the event that LSU goes out there and beats uh, beats Georgia to lock in one of the best resumes that's possible out there. So that is a storyline that I don't want you to miss as to what's going on here. All right. The college football playoff committee is using their opportunity to rig the system in their favor. And let me give you an example. The AP Top 25 is going on at the same time, right? The AP Top 25 goes on every week. LSU is number one in the AP Top 25 by a pretty substantial margin. Interestingly, Wisconsin is number 10 instead of in the top eight. And Michigan has fallen all the way to 17 as opposed to being 14. That helps in a big way Ohio State's resume for the college football playoff committee, all right, as you kind of look forward. Um, Also, this is important. How in the world can the college football playoff committee justify dropping Minnesota 10 spots in the rankings after losing to Wisconsin while simultaneously keeping Penn State number 10 overall, which is crazy because Penn State lost head-to-head just a couple of weeks ago against Minnesota. 
So if you're looking at these rankings, how in the world does it make sense that Penn State could have lost head-to-head to Minnesota and be that far behind, that far ahead, eight full spots ahead of a team that they lost to that has the exact same record. But I just want to go over this one more time for you. The College Football Playoff Committee is protecting Ohio State's number one ranking. Let me just compare the AP Top 25 with the College Football Playoff Committee ranking, all right? The Big Ten is wildly overrated right now in the playoff rankings compared to the AP Top 25. And I'm not saying the AP Top 25 is perfect, but these are a national collection of college football writers who rank teams, all right? The AP Top 25 has LSU as the number one team in the country. They have Ohio State as two. The College Football Playoff Committee has Ohio State as one. So Ohio State is more highly valued in the playoff by the playoff committee than the AP team. Uh, That's not where it ends. Wisconsin is number eight in the playoff rankings. They are number 10 in the AP. So Wisconsin is two spots better. Ohio State is one spot better. All right? Again, just follow me along on this logic. Then Penn State is in the AP Top 25, 12th in the College Football Playoff Committee rankings. They are 10th. So Penn State is two spots better than the national consensus would be from the writers, all right? And then Michigan is 17 in the AP Top 25. They are 14 in the college football playoff rankings. So every Big Ten team is having its resume artificially inflated in the college football playoff. Conversely, every SEC team is losing ranking points in the college football playoff. Florida is 7 in the AP Top 10. They are 9 in the college football playoff. Alabama is 9 in the AP rankings. They are 12 in the college football playoff rankings. Auburn is the same place in both uh, of these scenarios. But the result is that you end up with Ohio State's resume looking like it's as good as LSU's resume when the reality is not the case at all. If LSU beats number 4 Georgia... Their top-end resume and their wins will be substantially better than Ohio State's according to the AP and most people out there who have a scintilla of intelligence. The College Football Playoff Committee is overranking the Big Ten teams by a substantial margin, I think, to protect Ohio State. Why would it matter? Some of you are saying, why does it matter whether you're the one or the two seed? Because the one seed in uh, the college football playoff gets to play against Utah, Oklahoma, or uh, against Baylor, both LSU and Ohio State would be substantial favorites against that four seed. They might be underdogs or play a 50-50 game against Clemson. So there's a big difference between being the one seed or the two seed this year. Okay, that is one aspect of this poll to follow. The other one is there's a rig job in place. I hate to point it out. But Oklahoma State has managed to end up in the college football playoff rankings. They fell down and stayed alive in the college football playoff rankings. Why does that matter? Because if Oklahoma State is at 25 and your decision comes down to who should get in, should uh, should 12-1 and Utah or 12-1 and Oklahoma or Baylor, 
now Oklahoma and Baylor have an extra win over everybody else out there. This, I think, is pretty significant as well, and it deserves a lot of attention. So uh, that is what I would say in general as you break down these, uh, these scenarios. Be aware of what is going on here. We have got a rig job in the place, Oklahoma State, getting into the top 25, having an opportunity to be considered a top 25 win. All right, that is my analysis of the college football playoff rankings. Anybody disagree in a substantial way with anything I just ran through? I'll start with you, Danny G. No big disagreements, and you laid it all out really well there. My question to you is, what is your doomsday scenario? really isn't one. No? Everybody always wants to say, you know, I always get uh, emails and I always get people tweeting me, like, what's the chaos scenario? Even in the chaos scenario, right? The absolute chaos scenario would be Michigan, uh, sorry, uh, LSU loses, Ohio State loses, Clemson loses, yep. Oklahoma loses, and Utah loses. So let's say that all five of the major conference favorites lose. Everybody, and by the way, if you had a, a, a parlay card on this, you would make a lot of money. If you had a money par- money line parlay, you could probably retire if you put 100 bucks on this happening because of all the upsets that would be involved. Not much changes. If all five favorites lose their conference title game, LSU's still in. Uh, I believe Ohio State would still be in. Georgia would be in because they would win the SEC. The only debate that would exist is, would you take 12-1 and Clemson or would you take 12-1 and Baylor? That's the only real debate that would be out there. Clemson's by far the better team, but the ACC is so weak, the resume, arguably, for 12-1 and Baylor would be better. So even if all five of the favorites lost their conference title games, it wouldn't be that wacky of a scenario and you would end up with 12-1 and Clemson being compared to 12-1 and Baylor and I don't know which way the committee would go. So there's not that much at stake here in terms of uh, all the different moving parts. What about you, Dub? Anything that stands out to you? Do, you? do you find it strange, the overvaluation of the Big Ten in the college football playoff committee rankings compared to where the Big Ten is rated in the AP and the coaches' top 25? Well, there's definitely a difference there, and I think it just goes to your point. I think there is a little bit of this going on with what you've mentioned with Ohio State and the Big Ten, because like we mentioned in the first segment of the show, it just doesn't make sense where Wisconsin is. It also doesn't make sense where Oklahoma State is after they got pretty much dominated by OU on Saturday just to sneak them back into the top 25 just as a a resume booster. So I I think you're pretty much spot on with your analysis here of where these teams are and how they're ranked and, and why they're ranked where they are. Yeah, here's an easy way to look at it. The coaches do their own poll, right? The coaches and the AP voters both have LSU as the number one team in the country, okay? Uh, The playoff committee has Ohio State. If you look at uh, the rest of their polls, though, uh, uh, Florida is two points lower, two spots lower in the poll of the college football playoff committee than they are in the AP and in the coaches' poll. Florida is seven in both of those. Why is that significant? Well, it knocks down Wisconsin and Penn State. In the coaches' poll, it's likely that Ohio State is not going to have a single top 10 win, and LSU will have three. 
okay? That's a pretty big deal, right? If you just look at the top 10 in the coaches poll, LSU, if they beat Georgia, will have a win over top 10 Georgia, top 10 Florida, top 10 Alabama, and just outside the top 10 Auburn. Four wins in the top 12. Yet, they have right now Wisconsin and Penn State at 10 and 11, meaning Wisconsin would fall out of the top 10 in both the AP poll and in uh, the coaches poll. Yet the college football playoff committee bumped them all the way up to eight to try to keep them in the top 10. I think this is transparently trying to protect Ohio State's number one ranking. Now, they don't release the the, uh, the ballots. I think they should release the ballots for the college football playoff committee. So if people are using gamesmanship to elevate their favored candidate by overrating opponents, we can actually see it. Because it's possible somebody out there on the playoff committee is putting Wisconsin all the way up at number four, for instance. And as a result, we should be able to see that. That is why, by the way, they release transparently all of the AP polls and all of the coaches' polls so that you can see exactly where everybody ranks at the end of the season. So if somebody is trying to be unfair uh, for one reason or another, we actually are able to see that. This is a big difference, and uh, I think it could be very substantive if we come down to the question of who the number one team in the country is, because I think LSU will have the resume to be the number one team, uh, but I think the result might well work in Ohio State's favor because of the rig job that's currently being put in place here. All right, when we come back, two big decisions in the world of college football and the NFL. In the NFL, we've got Ron Rivera out. He's been fired as the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. In the college football universe, we it appears Clay Helton is going to keep his job uh, at USC. What do both of these decisions have to say going forward about this scenario? Plus, I'll also keep the guys going talking college football. Actually, let me go ahead and go around the horn here talking college football playoff rankings. Eddie, are you uh, in the belief that I'm on to something here with the fact that the committee is using the poll to justify the decisions that they're reaching by where they are putting teams. Yes, I, I agree with you, and uh, my only explanation is that they're going to try and justify Ohio State being the number one seed if LSU beats Georgia in the SEC title game, uh, and and that's how they're going to justify And they're it. using their poll yes. as the justification. I mean, do you that's agree with me that yes. if you look at Wisconsin, for instance, and you look at Penn State and Michigan – all three of those teams are drastically overrated in the college football playoff poll compared to where they are in the AP Top 25 and the coaches' Top 25. That seems to me to be a conscious decision that's being made by multiple people on the college football playoff committee. They are overranking those teams. You say, okay, why does that matter? None of those teams are going to make the playoff. They're overranking them to protect Ohio State and that number one seed. Yes, I, I agree with you. How many people do you think actually notice this? Not many. Yeah. And by the way, the rig job is also being done in favor of the Big 12 because they managed to sneak Oklahoma State into the top 25, which means if it ends up being Baylor or Oklahoma against Utah, they now are going to be citing the committee, oh, well, look at Oklahoma and Baylor. They have an extra top 25 win because both of them beat Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is not ranked in the AP Top 25 or in the college football Top 25 uh, for the coaches poll. So 
somebody on the college football playoff committee has got the rig job going to get Oklahoma State into the top 25 and keep them there because it helps Oklahoma and Baylor's resume against Oregon. It's an ugly thing. You know, they say you never really want to know how a hot dog gets made. You can look into this poll. It's why I think they should have to release uh, their final rankings so you can see exactly what people are doing. But the fix potentially is in here right now. Uh, you buy it, Roberto? Yeah, I do. But why Why do you think the committee wants uh, Ohio State to be number one over LSU? I think, and again, I'd have to go into the committee itself, but I think there's probably a Big Ten bias on this committee. And uh, okay. so you're sense. you're favoring the teams that are most connected to you uh, at the expense of uh, LSU. And uh, that's the downside of having a 12 or 13 person committee is one or two or three people that make a decision can create a substantial impact. I think it's wild that the Big Ten is so substantially overvalued relative to uh, the AP poll and the coaches poll. And I'm surprised more people aren't talking about it. Yeah, because I I watched some college football this year, and I watched both LSU and Ohio State, and Ohio State is not better than LSU. Well, I mean, look, I think you can make either argument. If Ohio State uh, beats Wisconsin and LSU loses to Georgia, this is not going to matter. But if LSU goes 13-0 against their schedule, they are the more deserving team to be number one. Uh, I think it's worth uh, talking about what's going on here with this uh, this rig job. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trick of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Joined now by Jeff Schwartz. His brother Mitch is on the offensive line for the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll get to the big game between the Chiefs and the Patriots here momentarily. But first, Jeff, you're in Charlotte. Were you surprised by the decision to fire Ron Rivera? I was surprised by the timing of it, but not by the actual decision. I figured you get toward the end of the season, and then obviously you lose a game like you did to the Redskins, jump 14 nothing at home, and you basically get blown out the rest of the way as you lose. You, know, you score a late touchdown. You actually got kind of close to time the game. Um, but it wasn't pretty. So I kind of expected it to happen Monday, honestly, and it didn't. And I was like, oh, well, we'll, we'll make the, the season. And obviously, he did not. And look, David Tepper, the owner, was very um, forthcoming with uh, why he fired him. It was actually it was an interesting interview. I don't know how many owners go and do six-minute interviews about why they fire coaches and what the direction is going to be. But, you know, it was always going to be um, – I mean, it's always going to happen. Uh, David Tepper – you know, as any new owner wants, they want their own guy in in that job. And um, you know, he's a he's a um, guy from the finance world. Uh, he wants to incorporate more analytics and be uh, more innovative, more cutting edge, more streamlined. And uh, Ron Rivera is kind of an old school coach who who has implemented some analytics, but that was one thing that uh, David Tepper cited, and kind of a difference between him and, and Coach Rivera. 
Uh, Rivera's an excellent coach. He'll find a job if he wants to work next year. Um, and, you know, the Panthers are going to go sort of like the Ravens, I think. They're going to go um, find themselves a coach who really wants to uh, use the analytics in, in the way they game plan, which is what John Harbaugh does um, in uh, in Baltimore. Uh, they're going to find a coach who, um, you know, believes in the vision of, of the owner. So I'm interested to see what they're going to do, uh, what they're going to do at quarterback. And uh, it'd be fascinating offseason for them. All right, what happens with Cam? So I think they release Cam. Um, it doesn't make sense to kind of start a reboot and not release Cam. Um, you know, especially if you have your own, a new coach, you don't want the new coach to, to be beholden to Cam for a to- year. Totally, yeah, totally agree with that. So, what options is Cam going to have? Um, well, I think Chicago is definitely going to be a place where he could go. Um, you know, the, the Chargers would be a good spot. You know, Chargers moving to a new stadium. Um, you know, having someone like Cam could really generate some buzz for you into that stadium. Uh, but also, you know, one of the people don't, I know, they don't follow Charlotte politics, but, um, you know, David Tepper's going to want a new stadium. And he's going to need a new flashy quarterback to kind of sell people the vision of the Panthers. I think people are underestimating that part of this and what decision could be to let go of Cam because he's going to want a new stadium. He's worth, like, $8 billion, and he's 100% going to ask for public funds for a new stadium. So, um, you know, having kind of that, that new shiny quarterback and, you know, a good feeling about your team goes a long way. And so the Chargers could feel the same way. Hey, let's get Cam doing. He can still play if he's healthy. We're going to a new stadium. We need some energy. Let's go get him. So who is that guy? Do you think they go into the draft? I mean, because the other guys, I mean, that would be available theoretically. I mean, I don't think people are going to lose their mind over Teddy Bridgewater, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Philip Rivers in the event they brought him all the way back across the country uh, to the former state where he played, uh, you know, college football when he was yeah. NC State back in the day. Uh, who is that guy for the Panthers? It'd be a tough commute for Rivers to make on a daily basis. Yeah, no kidding. I think they go to the draft. I don't know which quarterback. I don't know how aggressive they're going to be. But you know, if you're going to build a team from scratch and you're going to use you know the kind of the analytics. Um, mindset to building a team, you're going to have a young quarterback, right? Because we've seen that's the way to really maximize it's the best value. Having all the assets, right? Is having a quarterback, you have a young quarterback. I don't know who that's going to be. Is it, you know, does Tua drop enough in the draft to get to like, you know, 12 or 10 where the Panthers might be? Does, you know, Herbert, I don't know who, I don't know who that guy is. Um, the draft class, I think, is very fluid. I'm, I'm kind of, Every week as an, as an Oregon fan, I'm, I'm in or out on Herbert. <laughs> I can't decide. I, I, I went and watched a game against Oregon State. The film, it's, the film is much better than is the game. Like you, you like, oh well, this is this makes sense. But still, it's uh, it's not pretty. I don't know who that guy's going to be, but I think they're going to go young quarterback. Do you think that Oregon can beat Utah in the Pac-12 title game? Do you think they will? I mean, can they beat them? Sure. Um, will they beat them? Probably not. Um, offensively, I, I don't know what they're doing right now. Um, they, geez, they just, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, their offensive game plan at times really is baffling to me. Uh, they, they do this thing that's frustrating as a fan where it's like they, they play very conservative, and then it's like, oh, we need to score points. Let's just let Herbert throw the ball eight times in a row and we'll score a touchdown. And it works every time. But it's kind of like, why don't you do that all the time, right? Like, why don't yeah. you. Be aggressive when you have to be aggressive. Like just go on in early in the games and, and be aggressive. Utah. Uh, hopefully, people uh, will get a good introduction to to, to them. Um, 
and this game is at 8 Eastern on Friday night. The weather's going to suck, which is going to make the game ugly. But um, Utah can play, man. They, they are physical at defense. They're number one in the country in rushing defense. They lost 56 yards a game. That's 18 yards better than Georgia. You know, Tyler Huntley is a very accurate quarterback. Zach Moss can run the football. Um, and uh, they, they do some fun things. So I think Utah probably wins the game. You know, then we get into the debate about Utah or Oklahoma. Um, and it's interesting, you know, you, I know you went in that rant last night about rankings. And it's very interesting because, you know, Baylor's seven, right? Yeah. I asked a buddy of mine last night who makes who makes uh, odds. And I said, hey, if you Oregon Baylor play at neutral site, who are you favoring? He says, Oregon by two and a half. Well, that would lead me to believe that Oregon's better than Baylor, but Oregon's ranked 13th. And people are going to look at, at Utah being Oregon and Oklahoma being Baylor and decide that Baylor is just infinitely better because they're ranked higher. And that's, that might cost Utah the opportunity. Yeah. But Utah's fifth. I, I, I can't imagine if Utah's fifth now, them beating an Oregon team, let's say, by 14 points, how does, how does, how does Oklahoma pass them unless they beat Baylor by, by 55? I just don't see how that would be fair when you look at the whole, at the whole picture. So – We'll see, but obviously if Georgia beats LSU, then that doesn't matter because both Georgia and LSU, rightfully, rightfully so, should be in the playoffs. When you look at uh, at the uh, – let's go to the NFL. There are three what I would call big games, and your brother is playing in one of them, so let's yeah. start there. The Chiefs on the road against the Patriots. What do you expect to see? Well, you know, we keep saying Chiefs – I mean, the, the Patriots, this, this is the week their offense is going to be better. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. For those who don't know, the Chiefs' pass defense has been really good this year, top five, according to Football Outsiders. Um, and that's been a reason why they've had success. Offensively, they're not as good. You know, they only had, a, I think, 285 yards against the Raiders on offense. I think we wouldn't think that, you know, 40 to 9, um, you know, scored on defense, they scored on a block kick, another, another interception that got them a short field. Uh, so I think actually this game is going to be low scoring. Patriots play really good defense. We know that. Um, I think they'll find a way to make Pat Mahomes uncomfortable. And Mahomes, all season, not just recently, um, has just not looked as comfortable in the pocket. He's still a great quarterback. Uh, drifting off his back foot a little bit too much, drifting out of the pocket. You know, some of these throws that um, he made last year across his body aren't, aren't there. And this is why it's important to just have like a good base of mechanics. Because when, when, you know, when you're a little injured and, and you're a little beat up, you don't trust your offensive line, you're having kind of that base to fall back on is important. Again, still playing great, but just, just a little bit off from last season. And then New England's offense, I don't man. If, if Brady starts trusting his wide receivers, they're going to be fine. He just doesn't trust them. They don't run good routes. They're not very crisp with their routes. And the little attention to detail is thrown off that offense. So what? Okay, so uh, what is your ultimate expectation there? The Patriots are around a three-point favorite. I mean, I kind of always pick on the Patriots whenever I can. Um, you know, I think this is if the Chiefs were to get them, this would be the year, right? Um, I still think the Patriots, but they're at home. It's hard to, to take you know bet against the Patriots. Obviously, I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Um, but I kind of have a rule: you either bet against the Patriots or you don't bet on the game. Excuse me, bet on the Patriots or you don't bet on the game. Um, I think the Patriots find a way to get it done, uh, but it would not shock me if the Chiefs won this game. What about the Ravens on the road against the Bills? Uh, the Bills had a long week to get ready after a game that opened a lot of people's eyes. I think they went on the road and won against the Cowboys. Do you think that the Bills have what it takes to beat the Ravens, or do you think the Ravens win a ninth in a row? I mean, they, they definitely do defensively, but offensively, I think the Ravens are going are gonna to just toy with Josh Allen all game. We've seen him struggle with pressure. Um, the Ravens bring the most pressure in the NFL. 
And I think that's going to be a big a big factor in this game. Is, is getting, if Josh Allen can handle their pressure, then yes, they have a chance to win this game. Buffalo defensively uh, can can play with this with this offense. And thinking about the Ravens' offense, the more you watch, it's interesting. Um, you know, a lot of these plays are just kind of calling and run it. They're not actually like he's, Lamar Jackson's not reading anybody. Um, they're just called runs for him, and they don't RPO very much. Um, but the run game is each and every week. It's new. It's, you don't know who has the ball. Um, and it's tough to see the first time around. I'm interested to see down the stretch. They play the Steelers and Browns again, teams that have faced them before, obviously. And I do wonder how you play them a second time around. The Niners figured it out by the middle of the third quarter how they want to play them, and it worked really well. Um, so it's interesting how Buffalo does it. It's been, it's been interesting to watch. This offense is tough to defend. Um, you don't know who has the ball. And then, of course, you know, the tight ends present a big mismatch. Uh, so I think I'm interested to watch it. It'll be fun to watch. Well, about 49ers Saints is the third, I would say, biggest game, uh, yeah. the three trios of, uh, of big games. What do you anticipate here? You know, I think the Niners are, are at least 1B for best teams in the, in the NFC. I think, I think the Saints are probably better than them. I mean, the Niners will go from being the one seed to the fifth seed pretty fast. Uh, the Niners, you know, you play a very physical game in Baltimore, and then you go play now in the Dome, in New Orleans, with New Orleans has a couple of years to prepare. Um, I like the Saints here. This will be a physical game. Uh, this is tough for 49ers to have this back-to-back week. Um, I think it's a very close game. It's going to be a great game. It might be the game of the, of, of the day, but uh, give me the, the Saints here. Uh, the Saints will walk up home field advantage. It's, it's really interesting to look at NFC. You know, the Saints might get home field advantage because they went into Seattle with a backup quarterback and won the game. I just feel like no one would ever think that that's the case. I mean, to win a game in Seattle with a backup is, is so hard to do. Uh, okay, uh, good stuff. Any? Do you expect any any fireworks at all coming out of the conference title games? You said that you thought Utah would beat Oregon. Anything else that you're particularly interested in? Uh, I mean, I, I like I, I like Memphis. I, I know some of their staff, and so I hope you know it'll be a nice win for them. And then obviously, they might get a job somewhere else, you know, Florida State, somewhere like that. I think mean, the, the most fascinating stuff is all the coaching stuff. You know, what, what happens at USC? It seems like Kawhi Helton is going to stay. Um, and that kind of could set some some dominoes if they fire him. So that, to me, I mean, out west, it's it's what happens at USC. Yeah, no kidding at all. Uh, we'll talk to you next week, my man. Appreciate it. All right, take care. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Clay Travis here rolling through uh, the first hour of the program, and Tua Tagovailoa broke his silence. We'll talk about the Carolina Panthers uh, and their decision along with uh, who they might hire and what it could mean for Cam Newton at the top of hour two. We'll also touch on USC, but I did think this was intriguing. Tua talking to the media yesterday raised the possibility that he might not go pro and might not and might come back to Alabama to demonstrate that he's still worthy of being the number one effectively overall pick by coming back 100% healthy. I still think he's going to go pro, but he had some interesting things to say. I think we've got a cut from that interview for you. When I kind of look at it, I, I look at it, if I come back, the risk is, you know, what if I get hurt again? But the reward could be, you know, maybe I jump back to the top of the charts, you know, on, on the boards, you know, for all these teams. Now you look at the other side of the spectrum, if I leave, oh, the risk is, you know, do I still go in the first round? Or, you know, do I even make it to the second round? And, I mean, these guys don't even know, you know, if I can play with, you know, the hip injury yet, too. And then, 
you know, I, I'd say the reward and all of that is, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll be getting paid millions, but I mean, a lot of the money that I could have made, you can't make that money up now. You know, and so that'd be me leaving money on the table. But then at the same time, I still got to talk, you know, with my family about all of this, see what their input is. And, you know, now is not the time to be making emotional decisions, but now you got to change into thinking as a businessman. You know, you got to make business decisions and it's just going to be a business decision we'd have to make. Man, I love this kid. I mean, I really do, because one of the challenges that you get as you get into a position like Tua's in is very often people want you to think in an emotional fashion as opposed to a rational, logical, business-like decision. And what Tua Tagovailoa has to recognize is he's effectively a corporation now. And it's interesting, I have buddies who are doctors, and I went to law school, and one of the things that... I believe you don't get talked to enough when you're in those schools. And I think this is true of a lot of people out there, regardless of what your profession is. You are a business, right? As Jay-Z famously said, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business comma man, right? Like you have to be the driving force behind your business. And sometimes that means that you can't make the emotional response. You have to make the intelligent uh, choice in terms of your future career. Now, I think Tua's injury is significant and unfortunate because I believe there's a very good chance he would have been either the number one pick overall, maybe Joe Burrow ends up going number one overall, but still a top five or top six pick if he wasn't injured. That means a tremendous amount in terms of guaranteed money. What Tua is grappling with now is a really difficult decision. Do you go ahead and go pro knowing that you may not be healthy enough to demonstrate how healthy you are to teams interested in drafting quarterbacks, meaning teams might not be willing to risk a first-round pick on you? Or do you come back to Alabama, dominate for another year, post incredible numbers, hope that you stay healthy and don't suffer a significant injury and that you play well, and end up going number one or number two overall because Trevor Lawrence is probably going to be coming out and going number one in 2021 uh, in the quarterback class for the next year, thereby making back the money that you might have lost with the injury this year. I don't think there's an easy decision here for Tua. I think what most people would do is they would say, well, give me whatever guaranteed money I can make now because if I come back to Alabama and I injure myself again, that ability to ultimately make big dollars is gone. But the clear-eyed way in which he discussed the decision that he has to make honestly makes me more interested in drafting him in the first round. How many quarterbacks have you seen be as rational and logical in the way that they are analyzing their decision? Ultimately, if you are a quarterback, you are the CEO of an organization. You are being hired for your leadership ability and for your talent, for your overall moxie as it pertains to being the leader of a team. And I love everything I heard from Tua right there. I would be more likely to draft him in a first round based on that interview. Imagine how good he would be face-to-face with teams as well. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. As a lot of people are waking up on the West Coast, one big story that is lingering out there and has been lingering for several days is it appears Clay Helton is going to be back as the uh, USC head coach. And to me, that means that SC couldn't get a big fish on the line because they have left this poor guy, Clay Helton, dangling now for multiple years. And now they're going to continue the Clay Helton uh, you know, firing watch for another season at SC. Fans seem to be ready to turn the page. They think Clay Helton is a good guy who can't quite get them to the level that they want to reach. But to me, what this represents, and it's unfortunate and it's put him in an awkward spot, is what's been going on for the past several days is USC's been trying to figure out whether they can get a better coach than Clay Helton, and the answer is not really. And so with the buyout in play and everything else, they have decided, it appears, to finally let everybody know they're bringing back Clay Helton. Now, if you followed this story over the weekend, on Sunday, a Sports Illustrated writer said Clay Helton was going to be let go. USC was upset about that story that came out, and they effectively let it be known, not that Clay Helton would be back, but that they hadn't made their mind up yet. And by, I haven't made my mind up yet, what that really means is they were waiting to see how good their options were, and it turns out their options weren't very good. Maybe Urban Meyer said no. Maybe James Franklin said no. Maybe Matt Rule at Baylor said no. Maybe it certainly would look likely that Iowa State's Matt Campbell said no to somebody. Otherwise, why did he sign an extension all the way to 2025? Somebody was interested in hiring him away, whether it's Florida State, USC, or both. Maybe also Missouri, Ole Miss, and Arkansas made inquiries there. Regardless of exactly why the reason is, it appears that uh, that those uh, that, that the idea of USC replacing Clay Helton is not going to happen and that he's going to be back for another year, this time under a new athletic director and with a new school president. What a mess. Danny G, do you agree with me that this is quite a mess for SC going forward? Welcome to dating in Los Angeles, California. That's a good analogy. Uh, it's exactly what it is. You keep your options open. You don't say too much. And then once you figure out you can't get the big fish in Urban Meyer. You've always wanted the girl that you're with. Yes. I'm the happily married, my by the way. <laughs> and you, um, you're not going to eat that $20 million to get a second-tier coach. Yeah. I mean, I think that's got to be the storyline. Dub, are you on this, too, that there just wasn't the ability for USC? And look, not the first time this happened. Pete Carroll, Lane Kiffin, Steve Sarkeesian, and Clay Helton were all fairly far down the food chain list when they got these jobs. So the idea that SC is going to come open and there's going to be some you know, perfect coaching candidate out there that everybody is in love with immediately is relatively rare if you look at the last 20 years or so of SC coaching hires. Yeah, I mean, I'm not necessarily surprised. Even when they had Pete Carroll, he was not their first, second, or third choice. He was like They'd their sixth really, or seventh. They've never really gotten their top big fish choice in the last 25 years. So, to me, I'm not really surprised. I guess uh, Urban Meyer, he, he's probably thinking he's going to be on television a couple more years at least at this point. Yeah, or maybe he's uh, maybe he's genuinely enjoying that show, which beat College Game Day 
head-to-head, which is a crazy accomplishment in year one for that show. And he may think that he can be pretty good at television. Uh, maybe his health status is still an issue. Uh, maybe SC didn't offer him enough money. You know, maybe he says, you know, I'm worth $8 million a year. And SC said, hey, we can't go above five. Uh, I don't know. I'd love to know what kind of conversations took place there. But you kind of feel awkward for Clay Helton, who I think, Danny G, your analogy about the L.A. dating market is pretty good, which is, you know, you're kind of always holding out hope that you can find somebody better. And when you don't, you end up sticking with the girl that maybe you've been dating for a while uh, because you don't have anybody better to replace her with or the guy, vice versa. If we got girls listening, uh, I imagine it's similar for them as well. You end up with the best you can get as opposed to the one you really want. Yeah, a lot of window shopping going on on online dating sites. Yeah, and, no uh, doubt. Unfortunately, with this, it's played out in uh, in public. Now, and the end result is Clay Helton is a little bit humiliated, and certainly I think it's impacting his ability to recruit because if you were a college football player and you've got choices, why would you decide to go to Clay Helton when there are a lot of other coaches that have better job security? And certainly I think that's why SC's recruiting class is so bad right now It's because you wouldn't commit to SC if you didn't know who the coach was going to be. That's one of the reasons the SEC has some of our best players coming out of high school here in California. Well, I think, honestly, if SC is going to keep Clay Helton, what they really need to do is extend him and say, hey, we're going to keep him for multiple years in the future because the challenge he's going to have still going forward for both his coaching staff and for his his recruits is – you still don't want to go somewhere if you think the head coach is going to get fired the next year. And I think that's been going on at SC now for several years and as a result has kept them from getting the best possible players and the best possible coaches. But it appears Clay Helton's going to be back. We'll talk about that, I'm sure, tomorrow if it becomes official. Uh, and we'll talk about the NFL coming back for week uh, 14 action with a big game between the Bears and the Cowboys tomorrow. All that's still to come. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Go download the podcast. Search out my name, Clay Travis, or OutKick. This has been OutKick the Coverage, Wednesday edition on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 